Here's a quick reminder. Don't forget you have until November 26th to enter our Spark Joy giveaway. We'll announce our winners during our best of show on December the 3rd. Head over to sparkjoypodcast.com forward slash reviews for instructions on how to leave a star rating and written review on iTunes. Then shoot an email to contact at sparkjoypodcast.com with your username for a chance to win one of six coveted Kanmari themed prizes that spark joy in celebration of our two year anniversary. Thanks again for your support. Now it's time for the show. Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the Kamari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified Kamari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now here's the show. Today's episode is all about hope. We know the process of getting organized can be discouraging at times, and sometimes you may feel like giving up. Maybe you haven't even gotten started, or maybe you've stopped right in the middle, or maybe you've completed your tidying, or at least you thought you did, only to find out that you still weren't experiencing that promised life-changing magic like you thought you would. If this sounds like you, or if you just want to get some additional encouragement and support as you tidy up, this episode is for you. We've prepared something really special. Not only are we exploring this idea of hope, but we've also prepared a 10-point year-in evaluation to help you get super clear about where you are when it comes to tidying up and to help you evaluate appropriate next steps moving forward. So I have to be honest, sometimes I get to a new client's home, take a look at their closet and have a moment of, whew. Now, don't misunderstand, on the daily, I see closet after closet crammed full, and I don't think I have ever been really thrown for a loop. But there's often a moment when I have to steady my resolve, embrace my inner warrior, and plan our KonMari strategy. I've learned that I don't need to downplay or minimize the effort required to my client. You all know what you're starting with, and you wouldn't have invited me into your home unless you knew it was more than you could take on without help. So instead of saying, this is no big deal, I say to my client and to myself, you know, it's a lot, but between you and me and Marie Kondo, we've got this. That conviction and confidence that we'll get where we're going and achieve our vision for our best life moving forward is really what hope is all about. Change requires hope. Hope that things can be different and that there's a way forward. Even if you're not convinced it will work, even if you've tried over and over again to get organized and there's always been a moment where you've stopped halfway through or slid back into the chaos after a short period of having things organized. You're listening to us today because you believe that things can change for the better. The first step is usually the hardest and making a big change that requires not only some physical work and a considerable amount of your precious time is not something that most of us are willing to do without some powerful motivators. Motivators can be both negative and positive. In fact, some balance of both is usually a needed thing for a big systematic change in behavior. Feelings of guilt, shame, and frustration come pretty easily for those of us who are caught into a clutter cycle, but those negative emotions are not enough for long-term motivation. If guilt and shame was all there was to it for you, it's unlikely that you would have picked up the life-changing magic of tidying up or that you would be listening to us. Negative emotion motivators alone only result in hopelessness and resignation about the way things are. 
Identifying feelings as statements, putting words to what you're feeling, takes away much of their power. It's the reason journaling is recommended by every thought leader I've ever followed. Transferring what you're feeling internally into words and externalizing them by speaking or writing them can help to uncover the truths behind them and what you're really saying to yourself. This is exactly why your vision is so important. Your vision is the external representation of what you want to be your best life moving forward. It's your statement of hope for the future. Anais Nguyen said, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. I just love that quote. That feeling of optimism or hope is so important. Just try to feel hopeful and discouraged at the same time. It's almost impossible. Hope says that this is all worth the effort. How much of your identity is caught up in being a disorganized person, though? Is your disorganization something that you have adopted as a fundamental part of your personhood? Do you blame being disorganized for being late or losing things or being absent-minded? Do others in your life see you as disorganized? It's time to change your story. Our first suggestion is to let go of the negative self-talk. Find one place in your home or your life where you actually are organized, disciplined, or reliable. Start to shift your language and your attention to the positive. One of my goals this year was to quit saying that I was too busy all the time, so busy all the time. It was the reason I gave for blowing off social events, not going to the gym, not taking care of myself as I should, and a million different things. But the reality was that I had plenty of time to do what was needed to be done as long as I kept my priorities in order and focused on staying calm and relaxed no matter how much I had to do. So even when I was so busy, I stopped saying it. And I feel calm and relaxed much more of the time now. Self-talk is a way of changing your thinking and your self-image that can lead to changes in the way you actually feel and act. Once you have your vision firmly in mind and on paper or some other format, you can begin to see just how getting it out in the open can give you hope. We talk a lot about this idea that your vision is about your best life moving forward. And we have seen that confronting the past is one of the hardest things you can do when it comes to this process of tidying. Opening a closet, pulling every single thing out and piling it up, bringing up so much emotion. It brings up memories of the past, grief, loss, and disappointments. And that can keep you from wanting to look at things that will remind you of painful events or times in your life. Discouragement about having to confront clothes that don't fit and things that you bought that didn't work or that were a waste of money. Anger that you never lost those 10 pounds or the heel that broke on those shoes after weighing at once or that single earring that reminds you that you were careless. Letting go of the past is pretty much required if you want to live in the present and have room for your hopes, dreams, and visions to grow. It's lovely to cherish moments and treasures, but to live surrounded by the memories of the past will keep you stuck. We understand positive self-talk may not be enough. You may feel like you're making a bigger mess than when you started or that the decisions about what to keep and what to discard are just going to take forever and you'll just end up back where you started. Let's look at those three concerns from a hopeful perspective. Yes, there's no question that piling everything up in a category or subcategory is going to visually look messy. But that's the point. In reality, you know that all these things are taking up the same amount of space, whether they are shoved in a drawer or in a pile on top of the bed, but it looks overwhelming. But that's perfect. 
in order to make lasting change, you have to confront all the things standing in your way, whether that's impulsive shopping or overstock items or duplicate purchases, because you can't keep track of what you don't know or don't have. We've seen that the only way to the other side is through the pile, both physically and mentally, and not around it. Now, about those seemingly simple decisions that feel stuck. For a long time, when I was working with a client, I would sometimes feel that they were taking more time with the decision about a particular item than the item was actually worth. That, you know, they could have tossed out and repurchased that item in the amount of time that it was taking for them to make a decision and contemplating it. I mean, I was costing them money and I wanted it to be valuable. But over time, I realized that even decisions about things of little value are helping you establish your criteria for what sparks joy. So even if you're struggling with how many brown pairs of socks you want to keep, or if you truly need all those spices and recipe cards, you're establishing your own criteria for what you have in your life and in your home. Those decisions you're making about the small things will help you make bigger decisions Plus, you will see that those brown socks you couldn't decide on today will be an easy toss away when you truly know what you want for yourself. Time comes into play with our next concern that this process will take forever. Please note, like any significant life change, this exercise will require your time, but it most definitely won't take forever, so to speak. Consider how long you've lived with clutter in your home. A year? Five years? 10 years? Maybe all of your life? There's a finite number of decisions to be made. Tidying has a start and a finish. And guess what? This time-consuming, taking a look at every single thing you own is the most extreme part of KonMari without a question. It is definitely going to take time. So to remedy this, we offer two contradictory solutions. Do it as quickly as possible and take as much time as you need. We all have scheduling constraints and your life is not going to stop just because you decided to go through all your stuff and tidy it up. But we absolutely believe that if you launch right in, you will begin to see positive changes right away and that will encourage you to just keep going. There's a big reason that we suggest that you organize the categories or subcategories as soon as you have sorted and edited them. You'll see the things that you have embraced as just perfect for you, carefully and lovingly organized and stored. It's the encouragement and hope you may need to keep going on to the next category. And by the way, the visual results are another big reason the categories are in the order they are. I always tell my client that if you have 10 sweaters and let go of five, the saving of space is pretty apparent. But if you have 10 pieces of paper and get rid of five, it doesn't seem like that much, even though it was the same number of decisions. Marie knew that having some early encouragement would lead to approaching the more challenging categories with hope and it would make it a little easier. Also, recognize that this is an exercise of self-care. Trying to do this in a weekend or even a few weeks can lead to disappointment. It's okay to think through your decisions carefully. If you're tired and worn out, it's likely you will feel frustrated and overwhelmed. I can usually tell when a client is getting too tired, when they start just reverting back to keeping everything or Their decision-making gets a little cloudy and their body language wanes. Take breaks, step back, forget about tidying for a few days, celebrate your progress, but remember that you are honoring your higher self 
and your vision till the very end. Getting stalled and feeling frustrated at times is so, so normal. We all experience it. It would be great if a magic tidy fairy appeared to do it all for us, but we can tell you from experience that going through this once and for all, as Marie says, will result in that life-changing experience that comes from getting your house in order. It may not come all at once. Great outcomes require time and effort, but your vision is in reach. If you need more encouragement, you can join us at the Spark Joy Club. You can find hope, strength, as well as experience among like-minded people. Here's more. The question, does it spark joy, is a simple one, but not so easy to execute alone. Extend your tidying experience by joining the Spark Joy Club, our online community filled with our clients, fellow listeners, and Kamari enthusiasts ready to support your journey. If you find yourself buried under clothing, stuck on storage, or pointing fingers at untidy housemates or family members, we want to help you finish your tidying journey once and for all. Support the show at the Joy Riser level and receive access to our exclusive virtual community, as well as the Tidy Home Joy Journal, your number one tidying companion. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click on Join the Club to get started. And now back to the show. Now it's time for our year in progress check. We're going to take a moment to evaluate where you are with your tidying experience. As you know, with Kanmari, self-care, self-awareness, self-discovery is so important. And so we are about to confront your progress here and evaluate what steps you should make moving forward. There are only 64 days left until we've reached the end of the year. We're about to enter the holidays where your focus will shift away from organization and over to spending time with loved ones. So it's important to lead with respect, gratitude, and joy for yourself and confront the reality of your tidying progress and, of course, correct accordingly. Grab a pen, paper, or journal and your favorite calendar. It's time to evaluate your progress. Feel free to pause the podcast at any time or in between questions to make sure you leave ample room for reflection. Number one, how long has clutter been a burden in my home or life? Now, this is a question that you should take an honest look at. Is this something that has been an issue for you your entire life? Is it something that was true in the home that you grew up in? Or has it come about as a result of a life-changing situation, good or bad? A new baby, maybe you've moved, maybe your job circumstances have changed, maybe your kids have gone away to school. Whatever the circumstance may be, take a good hard look at whether or not this is something that has been a part of your life forever or whether it's evolved as a result of life-changing circumstances. Question two, when did I make my first attempt to tidy up Kanmari style? Think about the first time you heard about Marie Kondo and her method. Maybe you read The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, or maybe the Netflix special Tidying Up with Marie Kondo really inspired you. What was that moment where you started to understand that this is a new wave of organization? What did you do after absorbing that information? What was the day that you started taking action? Question three. How many false starts or restarts did I make since the beginning? Sometimes we set our intention to finish a task, but of course, some hurdles, some challenges get in our way. 
And that results in some moments of doubt and potentially restarts, where essentially you have tidied up a little bit, maybe clothing, but then left a significant amount of time before continuing your work. And you've noticed a bit of a relapse and you felt like starting from the beginning might be the appropriate next step. Make sure you take note of this. Also, keep in mind that habits can be really hard to break. So if you've ever stopped doing something in the past, like smoking or whatever it might be, it's likely that you had a few false starts before you were able to achieve your goal. Number four, how many signature KonMari clutter categories have I addressed thus far? And again, you want to take an honest look. Have you jumped around a little bit? It's okay. Many people do. But you want to take a look at what categories you have completed entirely. Have you done clothing entirely? Have you done some subcategories entirely? Take an honest look at that just so this gives you a a really good place to know where your next steps are. Question five, which categories have been the most comfortable for me in terms of finding a click point? You may want to even write down subcategories that have been super comfortable for you. Every client I've had has been super particular or organized about one small thing, whether it be their pin collection or the directions that they store their shoes in the closet. Think about what is comfortable for you in your space or what already feels organized. And then move on to question six. Which categories are causing me the most pain or making me feel stuck? Again, please be specific. Kimono is not specific enough. Please break down every subcategory that is causing you pain that you can think of. More specific you can be, the more direct your clarity can become. Number seven, when was the last time I made time to joy check a category? What this means basically is once you've finished a subcategory, have you taken time to look over your work and make sure you are still staying true to your vision? Or have you had a tendency to just hurry through to get it done? Question eight, how many hours have I spent tidying up? Think about what this is in total, or if that's too hard to explore, think of the last time you were tidying and how long you were organizing during that period of time. Make a note of this time for yourself. And if you can't remember how much time you spent tidying, Make a note to set your watch the next time you tidy. Question nine, is completing my tidying event priority this year? Priorities are key. I also removed the language of busy from my life even before I started becoming a Kamari consultant. It's so important for us to realize that our priorities are what is going to drive our time, our resources, our energy. I explore this further in a blog that I posted via For the Love of Tidy called The Life-Changing Magic of No Thank You. So take a moment to think about and sit with the question, is completing my tidying event a priority this year? If it doesn't feel comfortable, if it's not a priority, please recognize that and move forward accordingly. And then finally, number 10, how much time can I dedicate moving forward to tidying? Because this is a really important question as you're beginning to take stock of where you're at. How much time is realistic for you? Have situations changed in your life that you now have more time 
or less time to continue moving forward. Make an honest appraisal of this, and this will allow you to plan for your next steps. Okay, that was a great job. Now, take a deep breath and recognize no matter what your answers were to the questions, there is hope and there are resources available to you to help you finish the job. If you thrive on crowdsourcing solutions and virtual forums, you can run your tidying question through the SparkJoy Club community. If you thrive on scheduled accountability, expert guidance, and efficiency, it's time to lean on the support of a KonMari consultant to help you move beyond your clutter plateau and get the job done once and for all. The most common statement I hear from my clients is, I would never have done this if you weren't here. I would have taken this stuff out and got overwhelmed, panicked, or delayed my decision-making. We understand how to navigate the nuances of this method and customize solutions that work for you. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness or failure. It's actually a very powerful indicator that you understand the value of your time. Please know that we are here for you. There is a way out. There is hope you can live a clutter-free life of joy this year and for years to come. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning tidying questions or share stories about how Kanmari has impacted your life. Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and review the show, which helps us reach others along their tidying journeys. To extend your tidying experience, you can join the Spark Joy Club. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click join the club to become a member of the Spark Joy community or join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in. And we hope your day sparks joy. Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your host, Kristen Ivey of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast, is not endorsed by or affiliated with Kamari Media Inc. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co-hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Kamari Media Inc. or the Kamari Consultant Community.